Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we thank you. We give you praise for your word that is anointed. Thank you that you are going to bless us like never before. In Jesus' mighty name, say a big amen. amen. All right, let's read the scripture, then we'll take our seats. John chapter 7, verse 24 to 28. John chapter 7. It says, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Then said some of them of Jerusalem, it's not this he whom they seek to kill. But lo, he speaketh boldly, and they say nothing unto him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? How be it? We know this man whence he is. But when Christ cometh, no man knoweth whence he is. Last verse, it says, Then cried Jesus in the temple as he taught, saying, Ye both know me, and ye know whence I am. And I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom ye know not. Praise the Lord. We are considering activation of boldness, part seven. Activation of boldness, part seven. Clap your hands, bless the Lord. Kindly take your seat. We have looked at the first service. Some of the benefits of boldness. And we said boldness elects giant killers. Second Samuel 21 20 to 22. Again, we said boldness puts the anointing for conquest on useless tools of our endowments. It is the boldness David exhibited when he saw Goliath that a simple tool like stone and catapult was supernaturally anointed or empowered to kill a giant that was fully armed. It is when you are bold that useless tools are anointed for your conquest. Praise the Lord. In this service, we are considering benefit number nine, Boldness causes evil men to abandon their wicked projects against us. Boldness causes evil men to abandon their evil and wicked projects against the children of God. The scripture we read, Jesus was speaking to 
a particular constituent of hardened traditionalists. These people were so engrossed in their customs and traditions that they themselves had formulated who is righteous and who is unrighteous, who the Messiah is and who the Messiah was not supposed to be. And to them, it was impossible for a man that they knew. Of course, they knew his background. His parents and siblings, family dwelt among them. It was impossible for them to accept that man as a Messiah, even though he was the Messiah. So, with all of these things happening around Jesus... They sought to kill him because he had made certain pronouncements that he was the Messiah and they felt like he was blaspheming against the God of heaven. And so for them, it was a righteous thing to judge and condemn him and kill him. So Jesus came up and in that verse number 24, he told them that, You guys have to judge well, not according to appearance, but you must have a righteous judgment. A righteous judgment is a judgment of grace that is driven by discernment of the Spirit, by the help of the Holy Spirit. That is to say that without the help of the Holy Spirit, it is difficult to have a righteous judgment because the appearance of people, even the fruits of people can sometimes deceive you. And so Jesus laying claim that he was the son of God, these people thought that that was very blasphemous. And so the verse number 25 makes us understand that Then says some of them of Jerusalem, it's not this he whom they seek to kill. So they just saw the man in the temple. They knew that he was a wanted man (laughs) that they wanted to kill. But 26 say that while they were talking, is this not the man they want to (laughs) kill? Is this not the man that they are looking for to kill? But lo, he speaketh boldly, he's not hiding. He's out here speaking and they say nothing unto him. Soldiers were looking for him. The rulers were looking for him. And here he was and he was speaking boldly and somebody came and said, is this not the man they are looking for? And he's boldly here in a public space speaking. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ they are looking for to kill? Now, if you and I, every wanted man hides, including Bin Laden. Two of us. Yeah, when you are the hunted, you find a way to hide. And they were not looking for him to jail him. They were looking for him to kill him. Then he showed up. And they are, to their surprise, lo, he speaketh fearfully. He speaketh weakly. He speaketh as one who wants to disappear. 
when he appeared in the temple and all the rulers were there and all of that, somebody questioned, is this not a man we want to kill? And he's here speaking, but he spoke so boldly that they forgot, they forgot that they wanted to kill him. That's why one of the benefits of boldness is that it will make wicked men abandon their evil project against you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you are before satanic and wicked orchestrations, that is not the time to cower. That's not the time to melt. That's the time to believe God to give you the spirit of boldness so that you will speak and manifest boldly. It is that boldness that will cry. It will dribble them. I love it. I wrote something there. I said, when you speak boldly, it will make something happen. It, it will, it is a, when you are bold, people become dazzled and surprised. Well, they can't understand why. Just a no, no, no. no, no. It makes witches abandon their project. Politicians that want to destroy, they will abandon the project. Because when they will just put you under pressure so that you will just, you will just melt. But when they see that the boldness is in you, that is the spirit that makes them know that this guy, he is standing on something. There is something backing him or her. And look, they even abandoned the project. <laughs> I see evil people abandoning their project. May you receive the spirit of boldness. Yeah. Very powerful. Too powerful. This is too nice. They forgot that this is the man they are looking for. And if, you know, when you behave weak, attention comes upon you for distraction. If you see an animal limping in the bush, all the predators start looking for that animal. You are not normal. When you are not operating with boldness, you become the first and the best target for destruction. But once you start working with boldness, everyone has to just find their own level and abandon their stupidity for destruction. And I'm telling you, if you're a child of God here, yeah, where this world is going, you better rise up in boldness. Because things are going to rise up against the church and it will take a bold, infested people for the political institutions, legislators, to back off with unnecessary legislations. They will abandon it when the church rises as a bold institution. But when the church decides to do follow, follow, beggy, beggy, weak, weak, corner, corner solution, and all of that compromising left, right, center, as if our God is dead, some people who have not the spirit of God in them, and others who proclaim to be Christians but have been compromised, 
will make some laws that will shut the church because we don't know that all this while tongues without boldness equals foolishness. Jesus showed this boldness and that's when the institutions the political Achelon of his society, they abandoned their wicked plan. They gave it up. Some things will not give up until you rise up in boldness. Are you following this in at all? Some things will not give up. They will pursue as long as you manifest what you have been manifesting. If you keep being normal, evil pursue to become a normality in your life. You need to become bold. You need to express your God-given bold attributes for evil to stop pursuing you and look for another candidate. It is that boldness. when you st- Because some people have gone to swallow juju in, in their belly and the juju told them that when they scream on people, the people will not be able to coordinate again. Do you know that? When that kind of person screams on you and says, what did you just say? They will be confused. They will be what? Confused. Some of you, anytime you are in a place and you have goosebumps, you, you start melting. It's like, who taught you that to? Is that one too in the Bible? I said, baby, to me, to me, hey, when baby in the Bible, so I won't dream bold. That's something unusual is then you need to be unusual to neutralize it. Is God talking to somebody here? When you operate as you do on a usual regular basis, evil will pursue you and overtake you. Do you need boldness? Jesus was bold. I mean, you can imagine that he was the greatest target of his time and he refused to shy away from the public space. He went to this, I love the public space. I'm not going to leave this space for some, some people who try to pursue you to chase you out of an important space. But you need to show boldness by appearing. Hey! Some of you have stopped going into places and doing some things that are important because somebody showed you a yellow card and told you that if you read your head again, red card will come. You better appear there, let that red card come. If you are a football player and you are afraid of red card, you will never play matches. You need to be strong. It's like we are in church and we are very weak. And we like quoting scriptures. The Lamb of God that was slain led to the slaughter and he spoke no word. When they led him to the slaughter, he spoke no word. He spoke no word. Try leading a lion to the slaughter. Jesus is only a lamb. Are you the Lamb of God? Is it not Jesus who was the Lamb of God? Jesus Bakope. Only him. He was, he was a lamb before he was born. You and I, you know, we were even born in Sendai. We were goat and deer. 
It's now that you have, you have been converted into a lamb. Now you have forgotten that, that you are a lion also. So everything, you just like quoting all those, now the day is over kind of scriptures. Be still and know that I am God. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Listen to me. You need to move for the power of God to move. Jesus was speaking boldly. Some people, once the spotlight of an attack comes upon you, that's how your mouth becomes soft. Your mouth gets shut. It's like an evil happened to you to question your faith. Something that was a bad incident. So that, that's all. Now you are afraid to even declare the purity of your profession. And confession of faith amongst your cycle. Because it's like this miscarriage, you know. No evil shall befall me. No evil shall miscarriage. You rise up and declare that I'm fruitful. I am what? Hey, I am what? And when they tell you, if you are fruitful, why did you miscarry? Tell them that God said he will bless me until there will be an overflow. When there's an overflow, some of them can spill away. Don't let anybody begin to intimidate your faith. Don't let what you have said before become a benchmark for the intimidation of your faith. You said it and the Bible says keep saying it. Even when the results are being evil or coming out not too well, keep saying it and keep speaking boldly. There is nowhere in the Bible where a believer has been asked to speak non-boldly. Speak boldly. You speak, I'm rich, I'm rich, and then they can't they come and they come and down you car. As they take you to the police station, when you are coming, you still declare. Let the weak say I am. Let the poor say I am. You have to even tell you, I'm rich. Oh. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> I am rich. I'm telling you, I'm rich. They, it is they that don't have the eyes to see that I am what rich. You speak boldly. So why have you not paid the money? My money is coming. It's just that it has not arrived physically yet. But it is coming. If you put me here, you are wasting your time because I need to be out there to receive the money to come and pay. Let them abandon their evil project because you are bold. You told the guy, you told everybody that the guy was going to marry you. Everywhere, you even sent, you even sent invitation cards. Because the wedding date was, was determined. Counseling, everybody. We have even showcased you here. And then the guy said, you won't marry again. So it's like now you want to be like a coronavirus. Killing yourself secretly. And all of that. I don't know how I'm going to come out. And it's women that normally behave like that. It's as if you are the only people living in this life. Or you are the first to have encountered something like that. When people ask you, hey, nanya wuna wushe sade to him, say, oh, mejaino. Enyo wuna wejaino. Mena maya de mejaino. 
Hey, and I was that now. Now, when he was getting close now, we join, we join. So I don't make sense. So my catch is something normal. Well, no, no, we say we don't need them. Now, they have come here. They have come here to us. Me say, me jamming while no, me be my be or be ba, me pay no be ba. She said, you are never disadvantaged. You speak with what boldness. My hammer, who's a me wire, I'm a ninja. On your bad, but major. And then you tell them that it takes a bold person like me to take this decision. I'm praying that you receive this boldness. Receive it in Jesus' name. Like my bishop will say, receive it one. Say, I receive it. Receive it two. Receive it three. For the last time, receive it. It's powerful, Pa. It's powerful, Pa. Bold speaking. Bold speaking. I have seen that even though Israel is a bad person, that is not my future. And I just saw it. And because I'm bold, you know, I'm able to run away from it. I know that you, you entered that pit, but that is not wisdom. I don't know how you feel bad. I don't think I don't know what people will say. What people will say, let them, people are already saying, even when it's not happening. You want to think about what people will say? Be bold. There are things that want to scare you, and you have to be what? That is what will make some people and some entities drop their original plan. Jesus was in their midst and they didn't see him. It is your boldness that will make you invisible to the forces of darkness. They know that you are not an address for destruction. But when you are timid, you are afraid, you begin to exude a spiritual smell... That tells evil men and evil spirit that you are ready for the taking. When you are bold, business doors open. They open. Some people are bold when they meet investors. Their timidity makes investors begin to feel like we don't trust this guy. And you see somebody, too, he doesn't have it all. But he's bold in the way he'll be talking. The way he'll just be appearing. They will tell him, no, there's a guy. He knows the way. He doesn't know anything. He's just bold. <laughs> this is the woman. This is the person I want to work with. Yeah, his enterprise is adventurous. He looks very industrious. He's just bold. That's all. Most negotiators, most negotiators are just bold. Bold before a gun, uh, somebody who wants to commit, kill people, he's just bold to go and face a person. He just go with, let's talk. If you two, you are not bold, you are hiding and coming, you see a shadow, pow, like that. But you have to be bold, show your face. Tell somebody, show your face. I can't hear, you see, all the non-bold people, they can't talk. But if you are bold, just tell somebody in the air, please show your face. Some of you are owing some people and because of the mask, when you are walking past, they don't even see you. 
They don't see you. But, you know, because <laughs> the mask has even covered your face. And they, they'll be wondering. It will even occur to them that you are the one person. But as you saw them from far, you say, eh? Then the attention will come upon you. And you come now, Kai. That's how they start chasing you. But if you are bored, oh, you walk past, they, it will even occur to them. Project has been abandoned. Praise the Lord. It's God blessing somebody here right now. There are keys to walking in boldness. At the first service, we learned the first key to that discovery of your identity in Christ is a major key. Yes. Number two, supernatural strength is also a key to walking in boldness. In this service, we are going to consider key number three. And key number three is contentment in God's presence. What is the key? Contentment in God's presence. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. You can call it contentment or addiction to the presence of God. I like the contentment. In Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Contentment in God's presence. So that, you see, this so that is precipitated. It's built on what he has said. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Now, that opportunity to boldly say, is built on the fact that you are content in what God has given you and made you in his presence. If you look at that verse 5 again, that's why he's saying that let your conversation be without covetousness. If you want to see a covetous person, somebody who is jealous and angrily or aggressively tries to take what belongs to one person and do them harm or evil or put them in a disadvantageous position, check their conversation. That some of you have covetous friends around you and you have not been able to notice that that is it because you are not marking what they are saying. In a short while, they will take something valuable from you. But let your conversation, look at the scripture, nice. Very nice scripture. Be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. Tell somebody, everyone has been given something by God. If you are a child of God, so be content with what you have. In the presence of God, 
For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake. That is the presence of God right there. I will not leave you nor forsake thee. So be content with what you have. You understand that thing? Are you sure you understand it? So lack of contentment, satisfaction, fulfillment, lack of that is what breeds covetousness and that is what takes away your your bold declaration that God has blessed me. It will take away your boldness because you know that the thing in your hand, you know, it is not yours. And even though you are a Christian, you, know, you are envious of some slave queen. And you are not glad for who Christ has made you. I'm saying something now. And so when even you are Christian and you appear in the midst of unbelievers, because you are not content of how pure and blessed he has made you, you begin to behave as if you are a, a, a grasshopper. You don't, you don't find your boldness. You don't, are, you following, are you following here at all? You become like a man who is not complete. Meanwhile, you are complete in Christ. But you have not become conscious to be content with who he has made you in his presence. And the Bible said, godliness with contentment is a great gain. And one of those gains is that it will make you bold even though you might not have something physical the unbeliever has. You are content that as long as he will neither leave me nor forsake me, my future is great. And so when you are coming, you will come with heads up, shoulders high, oh my God, chest out. You are bold because you know that your life is secured in him. Are you here now? Contentment in his presence. Some people, they have become a shadow of themselves because even though you are born again, you are not content with the fact that you are 30 as a lady and you don't have even a beloved. Or you have married for some years. And the thing about childbearing is making you feel like you are not a human being or a born again or a believer. Um, a complete one. But what you physically have or don't have. It's not a testament of the purity of your faith. Faith has a process. And that process of faith, when you are going through it, can be so rough. But God is still on the throne. He said, I'm still with you in the fire. I'm there. Praise the Lord. I was telling somebody that there are some processes God will take you through whether you like it or not. And God will not skip the processes. And it, it behoves on you to build the patience and the spiritual contentment and comfort in his presence to wait for the completion of the process so that the product will be perfect. And you see, sometimes the pan on the fire and the meat in the pan together with all those other ingredients you are using to boil that soup, they don't care about the temperature of the fire. 
if that soup on fire has to take 20 minutes to cook well, and you say because it's on fire, two minutes it must be cooked, even though the fire is dead, try eating it, you see that you'll be running. And it's the same process. If you give it time, the soup will cook well. Tell somebody to be content. And tell them sometimes, don't force the system to give you what is not ready. Be bold and keep going whilst God is still cooking. Whatever is cooking for you. Is God talking to somebody here? I'm not married and it's not a sign that I'm cursed. I'm married and I don't have children and I've miscarried four times and it's not a sign that I'm cursed because having children does not make you more blessed. They are gifts. And any foolish person can receive a gift. In fact, in our time, but they don't give gift to hardworking people. They don't give gift to wise people. They don't give gift to people who are righteous. You can have a house in Trasaco. What are you even talking about? Gift there, they can give it to anybody. The Bible said that gift and the callings of God, they are irrevocable. And it's not even for the repentant heart. Some people, but they are not too pure. But they, are, they still got it. And they're having it and you're not having it, you know. It's not a sign that they are more blessed than you are. <laughs> hey, I'm feeling it. I don't know what you are feeling as you are sitting there right now. Are you feeling it too? Don't let anybody intimidate you and don't allow the devil to be blowing hot air on your mind that because this and that has not happened, there is something wrong with you. And that's how when you are walking, you bow down your head. You, you are not bold again because he has told you if, you, if you are complete, why did the boy leave you for that gift? But be content. Be what? When you are content, <laughs> look at the next verse. The verse, the last one we read. It says, so that when you are content, then so that we may boldly say, <laughs> the Lord is my helper. Ah, and I will not fear what man shall do. The Lord is my, that, that is the help will come. Even though you don't have it now, the help will come. And so if you are content in fasting, content in praying and waiting and faithing, you'll be bold. Praise the Lord. You'll be what? Tell somebody to be content. If it has not come, it does not mean anything. There's only one thing God is trying to do. It will come. Because he's your helper. Give Jesus a big clap of praise. And when you know it will come, you wait with boldness. Is that also? Point number four. Key number four. Comfort and joy of the spirit in the time of tribulation is a key to boldness. Comfort and joy of the spirit 
in the time of tribulation is a key to walking in boldness. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 3 and 4. Thank you, Lord. He said, I speak not this to condemn you. For I have said before that ye are in our hearts to die and live with you. And then verse number four is crucial. Verse number four. Great is my boldness of speech towards you. Great is my glorying of you. I am filled with comfort. I am exceeding joyful in all our tribulation. Keywords. Great is my boldness. And my glorying of you. Even though the church is under persecution. He said, I am filled with comfort. And I am exceeding joyful. So this apostle Paul says that. I have comfort and I have what? Joy. Even though we have tribulation. And because of that, I am bold. That the spiritual skill or the lifestyle of faith that makes you maintain and retain your comfort and joy in the face of tribulation will make you walk in boldness. Because for some people, any visible discomfort equals to misfortune, which is equal to the absence of their boldness. Anything that is a happening that takes away their happiness also takes away their boldness. But Paul is saying that for a moment, your tribulation may persist, but develop the comfort and the joy even in the midst of that tribulation. And if you do that, you will be able to make your boldness great. Say, great is my boldness of speech. That is what I am going through. And what I am passing through has not taken away my boldness from me. I have comfort and I have joy, even in the tribulation. Because this Christian walk, dear. <laughs> oh boy. You see, many people like the, the liver that the, the animals have. Yeah, in the olden days, when they cooked food from a goat or grass cutter or something, the brebono, and then the friend Livano, it was the preserve of the husband. I feel like I'm preaching in book. When the kidney or the liver starts shutting down, life starts shutting down. 
this sensitive organ, which is also a nice delicacy, is married to the bile, bile, no, my friend, no. Boring or tarahum. And no more yet than a boring or tarahum. Mukumakasa, you know, the bush, your pastor, and a casa, so uncle Bobo. The Borino is a Bataho deliver. It takes a very careful chef to be able to scoop that bile successfully out surgically out of that liver without bursting it to make it bitter no matter how much you cook it. It's a surgical precision. And the point I'm making here is that when you are encountering tribulation, it is a sign that you are actually planted inside the sweetness. That the tribulation is the clearest sign that you are within the proximity of that thing that is sweet and nice. Tribulation doesn't happen far away. The bile must be attached to the liver. So develop the comfort and the joy. That even though I'm going through the fire, no, at least you know, I am in the, pro- I am in, the envir- in the same space with what I am looking for. That gives me life. When you know that, um, you will be walking with your head up, praising God and singing, joy, joyful. People will not understand. Why, why are you going through this and you are still still waters, you are calm, you are joyful, you are not disturbed, you are not losing your mind. Because all Satan is trying to do is to use tribulation to try you so that you lose your mind and your balance. When you lose your mind and your balance, then even when God releases your blessing, you are not in the position to receive it. Because what do you need? A double-minded person is not fit to receive. You are unstable. So maintain your comfort and your joy in tribulation and boldness will well up in you. Are you here now? That's what the disciples did. They beat them, they come back, they say, it is even a blessing to suffer tribulation with Christ. And they were bold to preach again. I'm feeling it in po- I have a nice point to be here from the word of God. And I want to give you as point number five. Can I give you now? Point number five. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter four verse 31. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Is a key to walking in boldness. Not just praying anyhow. Praying in the Holy Ghost. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God 
with boldness. See, allowing the move of the Holy Spirit around you as a result of prayer is what makes you to step out there with boldness. <laughs> I didn't say allowing the move of God in the atmosphere of the spirit with chatting or fellowshipping. But there is a way that you pray in an atmosphere of the spirit and you are able to step out there with boldness. And many people can be in church. They can dance, but they never pray. They can usher, but they never pray. And whenever your prayer drops, your boldness drops. Because prayer allows your earthly vessel to become soft and yielded to the flow and the move of the spirit so that you can walk with the boldness of the I'm feeling it in balaya. When you pray, do you see how bold you become? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Sometimes it means speaking in tongues. Some other times it doesn't mean speaking in tongues. It means just praying in the will of God. Praying by meditating and praying with the right mindset. And praying in the right condition. You are in the Holy Ghost. Because not everybody will pray in tongues in church. But everyone can pray in the Holy Ghost. Some Catholics pray in the Holy Ghost. Some Baptists pray in the Holy Ghost. But you won't hear them making noise. No. But they are praying in the Holy Ghost. And they walk in boldness. Are you here at all? Because tongue speaking is a gift. And that gift, some will have it. And the truth of the matter is that if some people receive it, they will not be able to know how to open the pipe to speak it. So some way, somehow, God finds a way to still work with them if they will pray according to the scriptures. I'm feeling it to be ahead. Jesus, and when they were praying, they received the boldness. Boldness comes as a result of praying in the Holy Ghost. There are some things you can't challenge until your prayer reaches that realm of the Holy Ghost. The business is doing like this. As you start entering into praying in the Holy Ghost, the ministry, these people, they were being persecuted. They healed somebody, the, the man sitting at the beautiful gate, and that became their problem. They were persecuting them for healing. You know? A man that was sick, everywhere turned against them. They arrested them, and then trouble upon trouble upon trouble, and then as they shut in and began to pray, the Bible said the Holy Ghost fell. When the Holy Ghost fell upon them, they received boldness to go out there to do whatever they said they shouldn't do. And that was the right thing to do. And the only way they received that impetus, that, that push, the motivation and the inspiration to do whatever they were called to do was because they were people who believed in going on their knees and calling on the name of their God. Something rose up in them. It made them unnatural people. 
That's why they said that, ah, we know when they saw that these people were unlearned people and ignorant people, they took notice of them that these people, they are not normal. Something has come upon them. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you are not normal again. Are you following here at all? You are like a man who is drunk. He can face anything. You are high in something. Something is influencing you. Something is driving. Are you here at all? Something, some spiritual turmoil. I learned that the people who take the trauma, no? they walk like zombies. Just they think they can face anything under the influence. Don't try it. Oh. <laughs> but you are in the church, you are a child of God. As for you, no. You don't have a personal prayer life. All you do is when we come to church and we pray small. Wednesday, we pray small. Saturday, we pray small. Sunday, we pray small. Whoa. Whoa. prophet. Some things will challenge your grounds without explanation. This world is not normal. It's not what? I'm telling you, I'm telling, I'm telling, hey! Look, and it doesn't matter whether you are born again or born against. Eh? Some evil people can come in very heavy. That when they are in your presence, you will not be able to say, if even you are an eagle, you won't be able to fly. Because also. So you need to pray. That's why I would say, they that wait upon the Lord. And he was talking about prayer. Number one. They shall refuel. They shall renew their strength. So prayer helps you to renew your strength. That's what I taught in the first service. Spiritual strength. So anytime you are praying, you are refueling. You are renewing. I don't know if God is blessing somebody here at all. You are renewing your strength. And from there, you'll be able to take off like an eagle. You will mount up against the storm. Whatever occult is before you. He will see that right before their eyes. You have mounted. And they will be surprised. <laughs> and you will tell them, I'm mounting for you to see. And they will say, wow. Because prayer gives you a password that evil, evil keys cannot decode. Marasu lakrata. As you are praying, the anointing is coming upon you. As he puts the spell on you, you move to the next level. You see that you are past the realm of the spell and you will still be flying. Now the day is what? Zion stands with hills surrounded.
Bompire to Nola Keloza for tongues and air with hymns into Kualakata Sulakata Lama Zuaka Labrada Joklala Lapata. If you are a lady and you are not even prayerful, eh? when a man is in a romantic relationship with you, when I'm crying, unrefrigerated meat. Why chicken Hey, I'm preaching, and some people are angry, but I'm still preaching. Kai, I'm preaching, Papa. Hey, if somebody is spiritual, eh, when they say I love you, but something will just <laughs> something will tear inside you. Hi, Lord, I encourage you to pray. Your beauty will be enhanced. I encourage you to pray. Things, hey, people use juju that when men hold them, they, they don't forget them. What will happen when the Holy Ghost is inside you? And that man holds you. Ew. Ew. Some of you wives are complaining here and there. I don't know why this girl, why this girl, why this girl. Increase your prayer. Increase your what? I'm not hearing you. Increase your what? Come on now. Increase your what? And the brother to anything you see, you see your eyes. Follow your eyes. Oh boy. Better see in the spirit, oh. When you pray more and you see in the spirit, you see that some of this charisma coming. Your eye will see beyond whatever is being projected, and that's how you'll be steady. What kind of a leader are you? Who say trade a Any wasi. We're failure of the deck. I'll say, oh, 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 and then I'll patch yeah, yeah, Abrabo try and error. So when I'm in Nante, he be going here, he be going here, be here, he be there, be here, be here. Anyway, in Pacho, oh, Shasi and Tentamina, man, in here, be prayerful. To one who ti bagua, no wait for me, no wait for. So who ti 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 so I want you in here. And you can't be bold. Receive the ability to pray. That amen is not strong at all. I say, receive the ability to pray. One more time, receive the grace to pray. People who are prayerful, they are bold. Some people can say they have put their foot down that you will never get something. But you know that as long as you are praying, your God will answer. It makes you bold. It makes you what? Bold. Bold. I said one lady, the auntie was resisting her in the dream. She told the auntie that there is no hand that has been raised forever. That never came down because she was praying. Were you dying? I remember from. I see Apostle Put your hand on your head. Say, I receive. The grace to pray in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Clap your hands and bless Jesus. All right. Last, last one. I have a lot, but let me give you this last one. One of the important keys for boldness is called impartation. 
It's called what? I can't hear you. It's called what? Philippians 1.14. Philippians 1.14. Please watch this. It said, and many of the brethren, this is what Philippians 1.14 said, and many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. That is, Paul is saying to the church in Philippi that there are a lot of the brethren who are waxing confident by the troubles he has gone through and come out. And because of that example, they have also become very bold and not walking in fear. That's his boldness and successes has had imparted to them boldness or the mentality of walking knowing that the future is great. That these people were watching bold because they were taking their inspiration from Paul. Who are you walking with? What you follow determines what follows you. Who you company with determines what accompanies you. Even if you are strong and you keep associating with the weak, eventually you will become weak. That it takes strong and bold people to impart boldness into you. If everything around you is wood, the metal will become useless. Iron sharpened iron. Wood does not sharpen iron. When your pastor is weak, you are likely to become weak. When the parent is weak, the child will become weak. Everything must produce after its own kind, especially the oil flows from the head of Aaron down through the beard to the edge of the garment. Boldness is imparted. When you have a pastor who is lionic, you cannot become a chicken because that, hey, I feel it already. Boldness. Sometimes I see some people in this year say, you are not following well. You are not following well. Kai, the people are worsening in boldness because they have seen me. Paul is talking. Paul is talking. When you work with bold people, you become bold. All your fears will dissipate. They will evaporate. They will just disappear. Because in that realm, the only thing that, that's why, that's, please say it. That's why it's not a very good example. But if you put a child in a, in a violent environment, in the hoods, even if that child is an angel, leave that child for a while. You will see that the environment will socialize the child. And by the time you know the child has knife. What he has here? He has dagger. He has gun. Yeah? Hardly will you see a, a child 
in the Western world, like this foolish boy who went to spray some two demonstrators um, in America, hardly will you say, their parent must be using guns. Somewhere, somehow. Because at his age, he can't buy a gun. Or some people he's fraternizing with are using guns. That's why he has access to that gun. Your environment can change you. <laughs> Especially if you cannot change it. It must change you. It, a change will happen. So when you are in a place like this, there is something here that there is no demon in hell that has entered here and will run away. Because God is on ground and devil cannot be on ground at the same time. No devil is killing anybody. Oh. Because there is an impartation. There is an impartation of boldness. All the men that Bishop, Archbishop Bensley that also raised, they manifest a certain level of boldness. Look at Bishop Oedipo. All of them. They are not normal. And there are people who are raised by certain men of God, they manifest logic. And they too, they have their own result. Grandma Kwan. There's a way that you must rise up in boldness because something that is bold has been impacted into you. And as you see it here over and over again, we don't even teach the word of God for you to become dependent or to become weak. It's to be able to serve yourself in boldness. Is God talking to somebody here? So, check the people you fellowship with, you associate with. If they are people who are not bold, eventually their fears are going to become your fears. And if they are bold, their boldness will be transferred to you somewhere. So, you will see that some of the things you used to be afraid of are things that they play with and you also not be afraid of again. If you are somebody who is afraid of height and you happen to be in a place where you have friends who will force you into gliding, you find out that after a while, no, you break that phobia of height. You, you'll be say, when are we going for gliding? Some people don't understand gliding, but God is with you. <laughs> if I say, if you don't understand gliding, raise your hand right now. Some people will not raise you, but if I send the mic around, what is gliding? It will be a serious matter here. Open your hand, we'll be sending people out to enjoy. Say, glide in that software kind. I see anything. First time I heard the word, I was in UK with my host, the white man and the family. They used to go for gliding weekends, Fridays. And then the lady told me that on Friday, I'm happy you are here. We are going to go for gliding. I was just thinking. <laughs> what is gliding? So I just kept continuing. And said, yeah, it's nice. John likes gliding. 
I said, wow. I said, can you show me some of the pictures of what you have? I saw that they fly. I said, oh, more. <laughs> I'm coming from far. Look at this scripture. And then we'll close. Saul was with the soldiers. They saw Goliath. And because he was not bold, all the soldiers with him were not bold. He imparted his fear to the soldiers, consciously or unconsciously. Very infectious. Then, David also met giants. And he killed those giants. And watch what the Bible said in 2 Samuel chapter 21. Verse 20 to 22. That's the last scripture. Just watch it. <laughs> you remember David killed Goliath? Are you here? And there was yet a battle in Gath where was a man of a great stature that had on every hand six fingers and on every foot six toes. Four and twenty in number. Twenty-four. And he also was born to the giant. Next verse. And when he defied Israel, look at this guy called Jonathan. Jonathan, the son of Shemar, the brother of David, slew him. Whose brother? I can't hear you. Whose brother? Last, the, this is the verse. No, no, give me, give me, give me the, the verse before 21. He slew him. David's brother. Then look at it again. Next verse. Nice one, pa. These four. Were born to the giant in Gath. That's if you read the earlier verses. They were children of a giant. These four were born to the giant in Gath. Because there were four giants. Some in Gath, some in Escalon. The Philistines, they had five lots of the Philistines. They were just giant. And they were born to the giant in God and fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. That is the people who were with David, who were servants of David. Because they saw David killing a giant, they received the impartation also to be able to kill giant. They became a family of giant killers. By virtue of impartation. Not by bet. By impartation. Saul couldn't face Goliath. All the soldiers couldn't face him. David killed him. And all the people who followed David. They started killing giant also. Impartation. The person you are following. What does he kill? What boldness do they have to face the mountain? Why are you facing people who don't have spiritual value for what you are fighting against? If you follow a giant killer, you receive an impartation to kill giant. Today, may the boldness of God over this commission become your boldness in the name of Jesus. Receive the impartation to walk in boldness. May you never turn your back to any battle. May nothing be able to defeat you. Receive the power to win in the spirit and the power to win in the flesh. Receive boldness now. Shout, I receive it.
And I declare I shall not die. And nothing is going to confront me successfully. Say, I always win. Rise to your feet. Say, I always win. No power will be able to confront me. Give the Lord a big clap of praise. I feel it. I feel it. May you walk in boldness. In the month of September, may you walk in boldness. Lift up your hands now. Say, Father, I receive the spirit of boldness. In the mighty name of Jesus. One more time, raise your hand and speak in the spirit. Pray, Father, let there be an impartation of boldness. As I listen to the tapes, as I feast on the word, I receive boldness. Faith cometh by hearing. Boldness cometh by hearing. Let tozula perasunta. Oh, raise your voice and pray. Pray with intensity and tenacity. Brother, sister, pray. Rossi pray, recreso. Pradiga reso taya. Ronda school brede. Le corosa prayer. Asata liba kapa. Le korababa. Come on now, pray. Raise your hand and pray. Father, I receive impartation of boldness. Impartation, 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 impartation. Impartation. Ay, 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 from today, I refuse to work as a weak person. I receive impartation. Mandoloko saparaya. Impartation of boldness. Hey, Catalia Brediga. Rasunde Lebeleze. Raseketera. Recobara Sota. Shalua Segereze. Zakata Lababa. May because of boldness, may your identity be confused in the eyes and the minds of the enemy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Rakusha. Can you pray like your life depends on it? My garazonde le beriza. Somebody pray. Come on now. One last minute. Pray. I receive boldness. Let's soak it. Mandu karaso nanabara kosha. Boldness for ministry. Boldness for my family. Boldness for my business. Boldness on every side. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 
0201-831-0204-916-168-0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service, and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.